Welcome to the Timbury District Council cast. This time we're talking to Tracy and Fraser, two members of the reignition team looking at life after COVID-19. Going into coronavirus, this was very much a civil defence response where you were responding to the emergency and dealing with welfare requests. You've now moved on to a different stage. What what is that and what does it look like to people? I think it's bumped us on into just really trying to activate across all our services to make online actually a real alternative option. And that work that has been was already underway got a, got a rev up, and I think it's going to continue on. It's it's a real um, incentive to sit there and say, how can we make sure that no matter what happens, uh, we're continuing to deliver service. It sounds like business as usual has changed forever due to this. Yeah, I think that's right. I think while we'd been thinking it, and there'd been certainly um, steps getting taken to move into that environment, I think this has just provided. Um, with, I guess with every challenge there's an opportunity and I think this has created an opportunity to go when that's not an option what do we do next so I think you'll continue to see more coming through from council um, they're making assumptions that the way we've always done it is the best way but I think the really key thing is that we want to make sure it's really inclusive that there's still what we're doing is widening options about how we deliver services not cutting ones off that people are used to. So after the crisis has unfolded and we've stopped reacting to it, what, what do things look like now for the district? Yeah, there's, there's a range of ways that council can, um, can and is responding to, um, to the new world we now live in. So I guess um, looking at the CBD is probably a really good example, you know, making sure that um, we continue with the city hub strategy, engage with the um, those parties that want to talk about that and get some events and other actions going to breathe some life into the CBD. I, I think that um, there's still a lot of unknowns in the situation in terms of the impact for us. We're going to be living with COVID for quite a while, so but we've been lucky a lot of our lives have returned to normal and a lot of, um, you know, we hear that a lot of businesses have had bounce back and, and are getting things underway again, but we do, like everyone, gaze into the future a little bit and say, um, is that going to be different in the way that we interact with our spaces and places and our businesses? So we've, we, I guess we've got questions, more questions than answers, but what we're certainly doing now is, is looking at, instead of uh, moving from that response, what we needed to take care of our people um, and needed to be in that civil defence welfare space, to then what are some of the things that we need to make sure carry on no matter what the environment, and that might be, I guess, called recovery. Um, and there's been a range of things that we've been doing in that space. Um, I think that's, you know, um, payment options, so giving people more ways to pay, um, having some um, payment plans in place in some areas so that people have got a bit more um, leeway. I think that the next step for that is really, and we talked about reignition strategy, we use all these R words, recovery and reignition, but what the Mayor has led is saying actually, the future is, is uncertain, but there's also opportunities. So pulling together a, a real range of people from our community to actually work with us on a real multi-sector approach about how do we capitalise those opportunities, but also really quickly identify as we go along what has this, what has been the more longer-term effects. Council have one part to play in that, but very much it's going to be how the community responds. Yeah. So I guess the two key things that were already underway is that 
what we call the city hub strategy. It's about making sure that it's ready for the next phase of its life and is a place where people want to be. The reignition work with the panel and then it's looking and saying what's going to flow out of that. And another big one is the stimulus fund that is getting proposed by the elected members and that's really open for public consultation. So they've kind of said, hey, we think we've got a role to play in stimulating what happens, but we want to hear from people about how that's best put to action. So hopefully everyone will chime in with their ideas and submit. Get online, yeah. go to the annual plan, search the annual plan on the TDC website, give us your thoughts. Has COVID-19 added an extra impetus to a lot of work that was already existing? So things like the CBD have been changes in the retail environment have been a discussion for quite a long time. Has the crisis caused a a rethinking and a a sort of a new urgency in the plan? I think that probably, if anything, it's brought the reality into a bit more stark contrast for the users. So it's made it pretty evident that the, the world is changing, the world is changing very, very quickly. And so that you know, we as a community have got to respond to that. So we've all got a role to play in, in the City Hub strategy is hopefully a mechanism where we can all consider what the issues are and how we're going to resolve them. So it's definitely definitely made the issues clearer and hopefully can um, bring everyone together a bit more. I think it's definitely created the urgency and that's not a bad thing at all. I, I, there are, as I said before, still some unanswered questions about what the impacts are really going to be as opposed to what we think they might be. But we've got to get close to continue to be close to the community to find that out. But certainly we don't want to be sitting back waiting for that to unfold. The strategies we're looking at, which is really digging in and working with all the other players in the community and then looking to say what are all the levers that council can pull to fix some change and support. And how can we support the community to, to make the changes that they need to make or that they've got the power to make? So the... The new reignition panel that's been launched as part of this recovery work. What's the sort of the main aim for that? Is it another talking shop? It's uh, people with influence and people with perception into areas, especially where council doesn't traditionally see into a lot, and that's the likes of business, agriculture, and you know, and welfare. Now, council doesn't traditionally have a deep reach into those areas, so those panel members have got a really good working experience or or daily experience into those areas especially around the youth I guess as well so the the role of the recognition panel is to stand back and take a, a community-wide look at what are the the issues and options and, and what can we as an entire community not just council but the business community the agricultural community the youth the, what can we all do cumulatively to minimize the impact of the, the changes that are coming and that we're experiencing the group has met for the second time this week and I think you're dealing with a group of people who are you know they're not interested in talk fest they're very quickly cut to the chase and going what is it we're trying to achieve here so they've scoped out some really key objectives and that are getting worked on now and will be shared with the community and I think that you know the reality is that people aren't going to stay active and involved if they don't start seeing some um, direction results out of it a big part of what they're doing initially is letting us know what's going on so they're providing that really important intel but the planning is underway and it's going to be very action oriented the challenge of course is it's not that we can go and do all the actions we're going to have to support encourage all the players to do their to do their piece so that's where each of these um, members we're relying on them to use their circles of influence to actually get some of these things done and that's the opportunity as well because by working together we can achieve a lot more you know, it's the old saying we can achieve more than what we would working as individual organizations so that's the real opportunity in the, in the recognition panel 
Is there a level of excitement in the group? Do they see it as an opportunity that they can take and run with? Oh, very much so. Yeah, very much so. Only second meeting in, it's very focused on what we can do with this, how can we work to our strengths and where do we see as being those opportunities and even though I'd probably express it in, you know, leave no one behind. So sit there and look at your community as a whole. And while some may have a a different emphasis, very specifically related to their industry, uh, there's a recognition that for us to succeed as a community, we have to, we have to go forward. And that's what they're doing. What I've really seen is how, how proud they are of, you know, the Timber District in South Canterbury. You know, how, and, and that's what's brought them to the table, you know. These are people who have influence, these are people who've got a lot of commitments on their time, um, but they've chosen to give their time up freely to contribute to the community because it's something that they're really proud of and it's it's been really impressive to see. Actually, they're really passionate, really passionate because they believe in Timaru District and South Canterbury. And I think potentially a voice that hasn't had such direct ability to influence has been the youth. So I think it was a really good move to have an, you know, have a, a young leader in our community who who was there yesterday and very ably was able to talk about the experience for youth through what is happening and what they see as being the challenges going forward. So I think that's going to contribute to something as well because, again, it's the, they have a very different lens on which they look at the future than some of us who have been around a bit longer might. It's a bit of a short and sharp process. At the end of the day, what's the reignition panel actually there to produce and what are you hoping to get from it? Uh, a strategy, a short strategy. Half a dozen or so key objectives where community or parts of the community can concentrate their efforts that, that will then generate community-wide benefits. Yeah, and I think it's I think it's very action-oriented. So it's, mm-hmm. you know, the, some of the direction they're looking at is, is what are the sectors that have been the strength? How do we help them continue to be the strength? We know that we're a very um, rural um, ag-related area, a bit of a food bowl, but what does that look like when you overlay technology and what, what young people are looking to get out of that? So it's sitting and saying, what are some of the actions that we can do that would progress effectively what's been happening already, but almost give it a real jump? So it's there to very clearly give good strategic direction, really clear objectives, and then provide that group, provide some oversight and encouragement for all those who have got actions to complete to actually uh, get out there and test it. And I think a really important role is we're still dealing with an unknown, so constantly checking in and going, well, did that work? Do we need to change? What do we need to do? And I think very shortly that'll be at a stage where that can get shared more widely. So it's it's very quickly getting developed, um, but a lot of thought going to it in the interim. A key part of the initial work of the recognition panel was actually receiving an economic overview of the district. Were they quite heartened to hear that the district is reasonably well placed for a decent recovery? They probably they, they knew it. A lot of them, you know, pretty well connected to their community, and I think they're pretty aware of, of of some of the implications. But the big thing, I guess, is is how it's going to play out in time. And, and whilst we're in a good position at the moment, a relatively strong position comparative to other districts everyone's acutely aware that that could change yeah so I think it heartens yes because it's always good to get in a room and share that that's what other people were thinking and that we are one of the most diverse regions in New Zealand is definitely helps us we were you know from a economy perspective that's really helpful I think the challenge is that we know New Zealand and the world is going into a hole it's just how deep is that for us and how can we prevent the downside while taking advantage of the upside because there is always both aspects to it and because 
these people are out dealing in their businesses and in their um, organisations every day, they're, they're doing this on a daily basis. It's then collectively saying, um, what can we do to assist others? Timaru District isn't just Timaru. How is this looking on a regional basis? Oh, well, we're very much one economy, you know, one community. The interdependencies are really, really strong. There's absolutely no doubt about that. And because of that, the learnings that can be applied are transferable. So some of the things that the issues or the opportunities that are, exist for Timaru are pretty comparative to, to the other communities, so some of those solutions can be transplanted into those other communities. Always, it's so intrinsic in how we think that it's, it's again, it's such, you know, our primary sector or all our agricultural sector is so intrinsic to the wellbeing of the district. You know, they're represented throughout all our layers and thinking, whether that be the reignition group or the hub strategy. You've got people in there who reside, who work, who who do that aspect and and they are all very interested in making sure there's a dynamic central hub because um, you know life is more than work and I think it's making sure that there is a place that people want to come to it makes I guess all that hard work worthwhile I think like lots of lots of areas in New Zealand around the world it's the challenge to say how do you stay relevant and how do you and the pace of change which is is only picking up how do you make sure you're staying on top of it? I think that's what council's trying to do in terms of being an activator, trying to um, provide some leadership and support, but understanding that we're, we're a, a, a piece of the puzzle, but we're just one piece. And an enabler as well, you know, because those that real innovation, that those real forward-thinking ideas, they're, they're best from the community. They best come from the community, and if council can support and enable those, then you know, that, that's to the benefit of the whole community. So... Yeah, we've got a role to support and enable those those ideas. Yeah, I think for me, recovery is about make, ensuring that there's still the hope and optimism and belief in the district, that that the impact of this hasn't sent us into a space into a negative space. So it, part of it's that qualitative. Are people still feeling like this is a good place to live and to work and to do business? Um, and you'll get you often get a mood of a place, but also. Um, again making sure we're tapped into all the groups that tell us what have been the consequences have we made the difference um, and a bit of that concept of leave no one behind you know are there gaps in our community that we very quickly identified and assisted in plugging um, so that initial recovery for me is um, yeah making sure that people um, are feeling optimistic and have seen sufficient things happen across council and non-council sectors to say People are still committed to this region. People are still actively doing things. May not have all the answers, but we've seen continuous effort. Um, I think that, for me, would be a measure of success. Yeah, we've got to feel like we're, we've been participants in the journey, not just passengers. Because if we're passengers, we're just going to continue on the whatever wild ride we, we're on. But you know, if we're participants and we're, we're engaged with it, then... Um, you know, we're better equipped to be able to respond to any future changes and to build on what understanding we've got of what we tried and, and hopefully be in a position to capitalise and, and to enjoy what some of the benefits that we do derive from some of the changes we've made.